Man races to save woman washed up on beach, only to discover it's a headless sex doll. Well, this is going to be an interesting episode. What up, you silly listeners? Welcome back or to the podcast that takes its silliness seriously, the Professionally Silly Podcast. I'm your audible boo-thang, Amber Smiles Jones, and this is the podcast where we shoot the shit and discuss a variety of awesome and a plethora of what-the-fuck moments, because there are, believe me when I say we have a lot of those. (laughs) If you're new here, I appreciate you so much for stopping by and joining in on the silly with me today. All the, all the peacefully listeners, actually, all of you are dope as fuck. Thank you for being here. Uh, take a gander at the titles of my past episodes, and you will see that I cover a lot of fun topics. True crime stories that don't always end in murder. Paranormal experiences, pranks gone wrong, X-rated historical facts, and more. We, we, we talk about a lot of stuff here. There's a little something in there for everybody. It really is. No stone is left unturned on this show so subscribe to this podcast and join in on the silly every friday so this this is the part where i share what's new with me and uh, not a damn thing okay all i've been doing is working and working and a lot of you listening to this right now i'm sure you completely get what i mean especially if you have kids or a hobby or a side job or a hustle or a dream what have you you get you, you get home from your day job and you get started on whatever it is else that you got to do. You come home from work and then you go to work. Yes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I do my day job and then I come home and I get to work on my content for my YouTube channels and for this podcast, you know. Your girl stay busy. You know, now I did I tell you this though. I'll tell you I I did discover a new jerky that I love. I know that's a weird thing to say, but it's, it's delicious as hell, and I feel like y'all need to know about this, okay? <laughs> it's the uh, Private Selection brand, which is like the fancy Kroger, Kroger brand, you know? You know how Ford dealerships sell Lincoln cars? Lincolns are just fancier Fords, man. That's, that's what's going on there. <laughs> so, <laughs> Kroger brand is, is the same Private Selection. Private Selection is just the fancy version of the Kroger brand, but it's delicious. Anyways... The, the jerky that I like is called three peppercorn whiskey and honey beef jerky. Peppercorn whiskey and honey. It's got that that little that little peppercorn kick followed by that that that, that nice little subtle mm, notes of honey, right? The whiskey is very subtle too. It's just it's just so great, man. That shit slaps so hard. Oh my god, I think I've eaten like four packs in like two weeks. Like <laughs> like I'm almost positive. Yeah, my life story is so sad, y'all. It is. It is. <laughs> that's all I got going on in my life. Delicious jerky. Y'all, I look. <laughs> that's all. That's all. Oh, Valentine's Day is coming up. I cannot say that I'm excited about that. But I'm not bitter just because I'm alone and single as hell. It doesn't mean I'm bitter because you know what? Your girl is starting to step up. And the same goes for the rest of you. Because we're not where we were you know, a year ago, six months ago, two weeks ago, five years ago, whatever, we have all evolved at some point in our life. And if you're going through a time where, where you just dropped down low, you went just a little, you went the opposite direction that you meant to go, guess what? You can fix it, friend. You got this. All right, P. Silly listeners, I got your back. I believe in you. 
know what I'm saying? I want you to believe in yourselves. Give yourselves a break. I cannot say that enough. Give yourselves a break because you were doing the best you can do. And sometimes life throws you a curveball. You're like, life, excuse me. Um, I don't need that that curveball. If you could just <laughs> not throw a ball at all. <laughs> okay. Let's, I need, put it down. Thank you. <laughs> and life is like, nope, curveball. <laughs> you know, it happens. It happens. Just give yourself a break and you can get through it. Just push through, man. You know? But anyways, uh, yeah. I enjoy uh, peppercorn whiskey and uh, honey beef jerky. It's delicious. All right. So shout out to... Uh, my non-skippers who stay and listen to my blah 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 corner uh it's it's just nice to know that my snack choices matter to a few of you yeah all right so i've got something that i wanted to do with you guys as you guys know it's black history month and last year and and as well as uh last week this past friday i shared some black history at the beginning of each of my february episodes Okay, and I want to I want to make that a thing and I want to do it again. And today I want to tell you about Cathay Williams. Yes, right. Cathay Williams, the first documented black woman to enlist in the army by disguising herself as a man. Yeah. Yeah, you heard right. You heard right. I'm going to learn y'all something good. You hear me? I'm going to learn you something good. That's my plan anyway. So uh, we'll be right back after this uh, short break so I can learn you something good. So before we get to today's topic, which you can clearly see that in the title and you're probably wondering what's going on here. (laughs) It's February. Black History Month, and guess what? I'm black. So I want to. T- <laughs> I'm black. I don't know why I said it like that. So uh, you know, I want to. I want to share some black history that you may not be aware of. And if you are, and I say something wrong, um, I'm sure you'll correct me about it on Twitter. Okay, at it's pro silly, Twitter. Okay. So <laughs> in uh, in September of 1844. Cathay Williams was born in Independence, Missouri, okay? Her father was a free man, but unfortunately her mother was a slave. So the law back then was because of her mother, because her mother was a slave, Cathay was one too. Now she was enslaved at the Johnson Plantation, which is uh, just outside of Jefferson City, Missouri. And I gotta be honest with you, man, I live in Georgia, right? I'm in the South South, all right? And there are neighborhoods... Uh, like around me that have the word plantation in them whether it's oh plantation manor evergreens plantation whatever the fuck i don't care i I cannot live in a neighborhood where the word plantation is in i I just i can't it feels like wrong you know what i'm saying oh they make those houses affordable as hell too those assholes so you know it's, it's just my stance on that it's just my stance on that anyways um (laughs) <laughs> the Johnson Plantation was outside Jefferson City, Missouri. Now, this was until she and other slaves were captured by Union forces. Now, she was forced to serve as an army cook, a washerwoman, which, you know, I guess, you know, laundry, laundry lady, and even performed some nursing duties. Now, she traveled everywhere with the infantry unit that was under General Philip Sheridan. I hope I said his name right. I really don't care, honestly. And Cathay decided that she wanted to enlist. 
you know, she can make a little money, get some health benefits, get to travel, all that good stuff. But of course, it's the 1800s and women were not allowed to enlist in the military. So she in, she decided to enlist herself for three years, but as William Cafe. Oh, yeah. So so her 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 her, her first name. Her birth first name became her last name. So good for you. Can't forget it. As William Cathay. Now this is on uh, November 15th, 1866. Okay. So yeah, she disguised herself as a man and uh, was assigned to the 38th U.S. Infantry Regiment. Now they clearly didn't do a full physical exam on her beforehand because then they were like, oh, you have a vagina. Okay. Well, sorry, you can't join the military. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But, uh, it wasn't required back then to do a full physical exam apparently so it is what it is now the only people who knew who she really was was her cousin and a really close friend and they never said a word that's friendship right that's trust okay ain't a lot of people in in my life that i can be like yeah promise me you won't tell the military i'm a chick you know what i'm saying that's that, that's a lot of pressure you know people some people got big mouths you know oh i know this bitch who joined the military she ain't got no dick man you serious yeah just bananas anyways tell as many people as you can make sure you tweet about it you know <laughs> all right that that went left okay anyways so according according to explorethearchive.com she shared and this is this is a quote from this website uh saying that uh the cafe said this she said that uh she's talking about her cousin and her close friend who knew but never said anything she said they never blowed on me william said now uh, in today's they never blowed on me that can mean a lot of things uh i you know i didn't get that blow job i was looking for um you know <laughs> there's really nothing else you can say the wind i don't know anyways ah, man that joke failed so uh well uh, goes on to say they were partly they were partly the cause of me joining the army the other reason was i wanted to make my own living and not be dependent on relations or friends this so this is this is why she decided to join the army now she later contracted smallpox but luckily she made it through and but she was hospitalized all right so that 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 sucks you know and uh it was believed that she had some she had had some side effects due you know from the small packs that she beat but you know there were side effects back then medicine medicine isn't it wasn't what it is now is what i'm trying to say you know also it's hot as hell you know what I'm saying? they had no air conditioning uh, i don't know if they had ice cream or not but i'm guessing not they was like you know fighting wars and shit uh you know <laughs> you can't you, and you i don't they didn't have like you know ice that was delivered and stuff you know what i'm saying like it, they didn't have that so it was hot as shit you know not to mention all the physical demands the size of their guns were big as hell they're heavy their uniforms were more heavy they didn't breathe as well like it's there was a lot going on in 1800s that you know things that that they didn't have that we have now you know what i'm saying anyway she she her body began to kind of slowly break down you know so she had to go to the doctor and a lot and the post so the post is the post the post's surgeon <laughs> like the post where she stayed at uh, finally figured out that she was a woman and snitched on her like a little bitch you know what i'm saying so uh unfortunately the army decides that hey man you are a chick so we're gonna have to give you an honorable disability discharge you know and uh, that was given to her 
by her commanding officer on October 14, 1863. So she was able to complete two of her three years that she signed up for. So that's, you know, shit, man. Applause to her. Let me sip on this coffee. I'm kidding. No, I'm not. So, um, (laughs) but you know what? Yeah, she was, she was, uh, had a disability discharge honorably, but she did not let that stop her. She signed up with an all black regiment that eventually became a part of the Buffalo soldiers. Ever heard of them? (laughs) If you know your black history, you haven't. If you, uh, you have, excuse me. And if you haven't, you know, Google it. I can only (laughs) look, I'm not going to, this is not a history podcast. You're gonna have to Google that. Just know they were important to black history and they were amazing as fuck. All right. So <laughs> this woman, okay, Cafe, she is just plain amazing because, you know, she, she, okay. She was able to, to, to join the military and pretend to be a guy for two years. My question is when her period came, how, what magician, mag, what kind of tricks, how, how did how did you do it? And also, how stupid was everyone around her who did not realize that was a one? What the fuck? Men just don't pay no attention, like at all. <laughs> I don't get it. Everyone is stupid. Okay. Uh, she later uh, married a guy, but had him arrested because, you know, he stole her money and her horses. So that kind of pissed her off. So she, she sent the cops after him. She did end up in Trinidad, Colorado, which I had no idea such a place existed. But, you know, there is a Paris, Texas, so why not? And uh, a reporter caught wind that there was a black woman who served in the army. So he he sought her out and uh, interviewed her. And they published her story on January 2nd, 1876 in the St. Louis Daily Times. And around 1890, Cathay had to go back to the hospital, unfortunately, and uh, she did try to apply for her disability pension because she she served, you know. But, of course, she was denied, which does not surprise any of us. And they're saying it's because she falsely served and her service was not legal. Her service was not legal. Now, how fucked up is that? Damn. Now, if you ask me, she earned it. I say, get that bitch the best insurance possible pay for her surgery her groceries her gas her netflix account all of it pay for it you know what i'm saying but i know they didn't have tvs or streaming wi-fi service at that time shut up i know anyways um but yeah fuck them anyways in uh in in, in 18 excuse me september 1893 her doctor told her that she had um well now work with me here because i'm about to really butcher this word neuro neuralgia neuralgia i don't know and diabetes um i can't say the other one it's hard uh they amputated i didn't laugh at that part i was laughing at the part that i couldn't say the word so the the laugh just came at a weird moment so they amputated all her toes and she shortly died after that but the exact date is unknown now it's said that she died somewhere between 1892 and 1900 and her final resting place is also unknown now many people including myself before this episode i had no idea that she existed 
and I'm sure there are other people who were just like me were ignorant to her story. So shout out to explorethearchive.com and of course Wikipedia. Y'all know I had to stop on by there. And uh, nps.gov for the information that we learned about Cathay Williams. And I'm sure there could be more uh, stuff about her. I kind of condensed it, you know, because I just wanted to give you the, the footnotes of her, of her uh, awesomeness. You know what I mean? So also, guys, if you can, uh, go to Wikipedia and donate a dollar, fifty cents, dollar fifty, whatever, to this website. It is a nonprofit website, something that we have all used at some point in our lives. And the only way that they keep that site up with all the amazing flow of information is if we donate. Okay? They, they uh, run off donations. So do, do us a favor and keep the information flowing. So, um... But yeah, I want to I want to thank those websites for for the things that we learned about Kathy Will Cathay Williams, and, and uh, we may not know where her final resting place is, but we can make sure we keep her spirit and her story alive. So join me in sharing Cathay Williams' story with as many people as you can. Happy Black History Month, everybody! Let's uh let's get on with the show. I believe we were talking about a headless sex doll. Yeah, seems like a good time to discuss that. Last week, we dug into a few paranormal experiences that nurses have had, but these are things that people don't really think about, you know? Because nurses and doctors and all those people who work in hospitals, they are around life and death at all times. Imagine the shit they see, right? That's kind of interesting to think about. We even had a story from a listener. What up, Ebony? I see you, girl. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your story. And I hope that uh, many, uh, many of you listening will do the same. Share your awesome stories and send them in to me at It's Professionally Silly at gmail.com which is my email address down in the show notes copy and paste that bad boy and uh, send me send me your experiences paranormal funny moments embarrassing moments uh something that your mom did that made you go what the wow you know whatever i want to know i want to know i want to have some more uh listener stories i love it but man we had in, in this in last week's episode we had a ghost uh tapping people on the shoulder and shit like what what it, it look it was a fun and creepy episode it really was if you haven't already uh check out that episode and subscribe to this podcast and i post it every friday and you never know what the topic will be but you do know that it'll be interesting and today today we are going to discuss something well random per the usual man races to save woman washed up on beach only to discover it's a headless sex doll. Well, this is going to be an interesting episode. Well, this is, <laughs> I'm excited about this. Uh, a headless sex doll. Isn't that just a, a fleshlight? I thought, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it says, <laughs> it says a parishioner. Uh, by the way, guys, I am on uh, mirror.co.uk right now. This is going to be a live read. I've been so busy at work. I have not had time to write up a script. So we're, we're winging this whole thing. I did have time to, you know, to do my research on Cathay Williams. I, I took the time for that. I made sure I got that done. But the rest of the show, um, we're, we're, 
I don't know what I'm about to say, man. I, I ain't write nothing down. So this, oh, this could be a huge mistake. Okay. So a man races, races to save a woman, uh, washed up on the beach only, only to discover that, uh, it's a headless sex doll. Chris Ford, a 67 year old retired photographer was looking for driftwood on the, uh, I think it's Chisel beach Dorset. And, uh, he, this is when he stumbled across a silicone female body lying face down. Yeah. So, uh, this, this story is, uh, by Douglas patient, pa- patent patient. I'm assuming, uh, this is written February of this year. So <laughs> I'm really excited to, uh, to, to do this cold read here. So we have a, a, uh, what is this word here? Uh, uh okay. <laughs> I cannot read. So we got a guy, uh, who, who had the, the shock of his life when he raced to save a woman who washed up on the beach, but discovered a human size headless sex doll. Can you imagine just, oh, I'm just, I, I, I'm on the beach looking for driftwood. Oh, wait, whoa. Is that a headless sex doll over there? Well, that's weird. You know, <laughs> that's weird as fuck. I, I definitely would have made a Instagram reel, a TikTok, a story. Something would have been, something would have happened. There's no way that I, I would have gone and not share that on every social media platform that I could. Because <laughs> that's weird as shit. Yeah, Chris Ford, 67, was looking for driftwood after a recent storm when he came across a, uh, a mutilated silicone female body with all of her, <laughs> this is a quote, bits on show, <laughs> lying face down, bits on show. I've never heard that phrase before. The retired photographer said that he was, that he has always, that he always feared that he would discover a human body during one of his regular sweeps, but uh, was relieved to discover that the victim was just a sex doll. Just, just a sex doll. That sex doll has feelings. That sex doll had rights. That sex doll was beheaded, was brutally murdered, and probably sexually abused. Definitely sexually abused. <laughs> you know? <laughs> also, I gotta be honest with you, as a true crime, uh, I don't want to say advocate, because I'm not, but as a true crime junkie who's into the stories and, and you know, what's going on? Did they, did they arrest him? Did he get the time that he deserved? Did he get away? You know, I just like the story and the psychology behind why people do the crazy, stupid shit that they do, you know? But anyways, as, as a true crime junkie, it, I've always been terrified that one day I would find a body too. Just, you know, because like on Law and Order, it just happens all the fucking time. You know, this doom, doom, and someone's jogging in, at nighttime, like at 3 a.m. by themselves in the park in the bad area of town, and they come across a dead body. You know, the next thing you know, right? Nailed it. So, <laughs> also, why is it that every bartender remembers everyone all the time? <laughs> oh yeah, her, I remember her. She ordered a vodka cranberry. She looked like every other blonde bimbo in the bar, but I remember her because she winked at me. What the fuck? <laughs> like, they remember everyone. And the dude and the guy that they always question at the loading docks, why is it they never stop working? There is a homicide squad or, 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 or a uh, special victims unit asking you about the murder and sexual assault of someone and they're like, yeah, well, I got to put these boxes up. 
what is it that you want? I'm not going to stop working. I don't care that she's dead. It's fine. Like, it's just, they never stop. Anyways, I love Law & Order. Shout out to Law & Order. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, the guy who found the sex doll. Okay, so, he, <laughs> he quickly, oh, oh, that's right. I was saying this, completely forgot. See, this is how you know, no scripts, no scripts. So, <laughs> So I, sometimes I'll drive down the highway and I am thinking to myself, like when you see like black garbage bags or random things in the street or on the side of the, you think, oh, is that a body? That could be a body. That's definitely a body. Am I going to turn around and check? No, <laughs> because it could be a body. I don't have time for court. I don't, I have a job. Okay. I got, I have things that you have a podcast. To record. I don't have time to find dead bodies. It's not my job. <laughs> that's above my pay grade all right let's get back to the dude that found the sex doll um anyways he quickly he quickly called his partner over to take pictures and they both left in hysterics speculating where it came from chris of portland uh dorset said it was it was a human-like figure but was too clean to too pretty it was too clean and too pretty but it did not have a head Apart from its lack of a face, it was very anatomically correct. <laughs> Even though it didn't have, <laughs> oh my God. Even though it didn't have a head, uh, everything else was about right. <laughs> so as soon as I got to her, I knew it was a sex doll. He knew, now there's a picture, but that's hilarious. I just, I knew it. I, 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 I know a sex doll when I see one. You, you can't tell me that that's not a sex doll. I know a sex doll when I see one. Anybody else would have thought, oh, that's a headless body. You know, <laughs> I'm not getting close to that. But <laughs> Chris said, let me get a little bit closer. Oh yeah, that's a sex doll. I fucking knew it. Like, <laughs> anyways, there are pictures of this sex doll. I don't know if I can uh, put a photo of this on Instagram because now Facebook owns them and you know, Facebook loves to delete shit and block things. I, I probably can. I'll see if I can find a way to, uh, to show you this sex doll that he found. And also the picture of the retired photographer. And, um, yeah, he, he looks like someone who knows exactly what a sex doll is, what to do with it, how to clean it, where to purchase it, all, sh all kinds of shit. Okay, this guy, I guarantee, has at least four sex dolls in his upstairs bathroom. Guaranteed. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm kidding, Chris. If you're listening to this, I'm fucking with you. But you are wearing a Jack Daniels shirt. So you gotta, come on, man. You gotta, that's, that's on you. <laughs> Anyways, he goes on to say, and I quote, once again, coming from mirror.co.uk. I am always out collecting driftwood after storm, so I fully expected to see a human body one day, but never, never this. It certainly made my day. <laughs> Did I mention that this is a blind read? I have no idea what the fuck this is going to say. I came across this topic. I read the title and thought, I'm going to share this with my friends on, on my podcast. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, there's more quotes. Um, it after it made his day, which is really weird. It's a weird thing to say and to have on record. Uh, I it just caught me by surprise, but we can only speculate where it came from. <laughs> it is a why? Why do I make him sound like that? He's like it, he's in his sixty. He's an older white dude, kind of heavy set, but not really. He thick with it, you know what I'm saying? He's got long white hair and uh, and white goatee, thick white goatee. Wearing a Jack Daniels shirt. And I believe those are suspenders. 
So get him, guy. <laughs> he says it was it was a busy shipping channel with loads of boats, so it could have come from one of them. Maybe a fisherman's wife found it. <laughs> I guess this is his speculation. Maybe a fisherman's wife found it in the cupboard and threw it overboard. It did not have a head, so maybe maybe a perverted fisherman got rid of it, but decided to clear it out and keep the head. I can only speculate why. I, uh, I feel like only men can just fuck a silicone head. I do. I feel, because most women, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't need, just the dick is fine. I don't need the, the head. I'm, I'm. Thanks. Like, I mean, I'm not a guy. I don't have a penis. But if I did, I would stick it in so many things. Y- y'all make it look like it's the best feeling in the world. I like some of y'all got 18 children out there and you're only 12. Like, I, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Jeez. But yeah, I just, I just don't, I don't think I personally would enjoy having sex with just a head. I don't care if it's silicone or not. I just, it just, it's over the line for me. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Anyways, um, there is a picture of uh, the, the photographer on a beach. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. I guess some sort of interpretive dance. I don't know what's going on here. But I will put it up on the uh, on the Professionally Silly Instagram page at It's Pro Silly. Uh, I-T-S-P-R-O and then the word silly. It's Pro Silly. Uh, he was... <laughs> And goes on to say he was relieved to discover that the victim, in quotes, was just a sex doll. Once again, just a sex doll. It's rude. Uh, So Chris goes on to share, and these are quotes that I'm reading. I just chuckled and found the whole thing, the whole thing hilarious. I've seen dead cows, pieces of dolphin, seals, etc. wash up, but never anything like this. (laughs) Well, I mean, duh. (laughs) It was a it was a proper life size doll, and it looked like it had broken its shoulder joint as the right arm was bent back. So now this motherfucker is like, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god! Okay, well he's the corner of sex dolls. <laughs> all right, he goes on. He goes on to say, we all had the proper, we all had a proper giggle. Oh, I love that. We all had a proper giggle. And was, and she, oh, she was certainly very pert indeed. What the fuck does that mean? Remember, this is dot UK. This, this dude probably is, he's probably English. Uh, we all had a proper get a <laughs> giggle. Let me try that again. We all had a proper giggle. She was certainly very pert indeed. And I have tried to preserve her modesty in the pictures. Yeah, he snapped a bunch. Of, no, motherfucker. Look at this photo. He laid her down and posed her. But he's right. She is anatomically correct. This bitch has toes. I've got to find a way to share this with you guys without uh, Instagram deleting it. But I guess if bitches can show their ass on Instagram, I can show this sex doll. Okay, so Chris said, this is a really nice photo. Like if this bitch had a head with clothes on and was like alive, this would be a dope photo. (laughs) <laughs> so chris said he left the doll in um what is it left the doll in situ i don't know what that is on uh on on Chisel beach after the fine on sunday and and uh it was later cleared away so he added another beach cleaner dragged it up near the bins and it was cleaned up with rubbish 
So I don't think she had the greatest or most glamorous ending. I shared the pictures and it seems to, it seems to have gotten a lot of interest. <laughs> it's a great humorous story. Well, that's, that's lovely. The <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, this is just lovely. <laughs> what a great story. Uh, thank you, mirror.co.uk. What a lovely story. And uh, for <laughs> if you enjoy, if you're enjoying my cold read here where I just read this uh, blindly, have knowing idea what the fuck is going to happen next, let me know on the, uh, on the uh, Professionally Silly Pod group. Uh, the Professionally Silly uh, Pod group on Facebook. Let me reiterate, on Facebook. Come and join us there and uh, let me know. Or on the Twitter at It's Pro Silly because I kind of like reading this blindly and not knowing what's going to happen. It's more fun for me, honestly. Even if you don't like it, I'm kind of digging it. We're probably going to do this again sometime. Yeah. Ah, man. So check it. We... We are at one of my favorite sites, thesmokinggun.com. Now, peep, peep this title here. A uh, 911 operator hid camera in precinct urinal. Precinct urinal. That's, that's gross. So a lot of, a lot of uh, exposed cops are secretly filmed inside uh, Pennsylvania restroom. That's what it says right here. And this was February 10th of this year. So this was, this was recent. A 911 dis a 911 operator dispatcher, like you know, where's these are the people we call when we need help. They send us help. They're the first voices, first people that we that we encounter when we're looking for some help. We're supposed to be able to trust them. Now they're looking at everybody's penises. It's rude. Anyways, it reads here once again the smokinggun.com. Uh, a 911 dispatcher hit a small camera inside a urinal at a Pennsylvania police precinct and surreptitiously, ooh, S-A-T word, surreptitiously recorded several cops in varying stages of undress with exposed genitals, according to a criminal complaint. So uh, this is a really fancy way of saying some asshole put a hidden camera and the precinct urinal and a, a bunch of dicks were exposed. Everybody saw it. There were penises, Johnson's, uh, with skin flutes, uh, joysticks. P- Did I say Peters? Yeah, Peters. Um, uh, magic wands, the magic stick. Um, ew, for me. Ew. Um, <laughs> a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of words for penis. Uh, <laughs> let's continue reading. In late December, an officer with the North Versailles... Uh, police department, maybe I didn't say that right. I don't care. Uh, police department in a suburban Pittsburgh um, was using the restroom when he noticed an odd item attached to the side, attached to the inside upper left corner of the urinal. Upon inspection, which that kind of sucks. You know, you're like, ah, oh, I had to pee. Oh, God, I got a piece like a horse. Ah, oh, piece like a horse. I had to pee like a horse. Oh, what? What's that? Let me inspect further. <laughs> Upon inspection, uh, the item turned out to be a 1.5 inch camera with an attached SD card. And the camera had been wrapped in a white sheath with the, uh, with the outer portion of the camera lens painted in white as well. Now, apparently, uh, so that it could blend with the porcelain 
urinal, which makes sense. It makes sense. Now, the camera itself was attached by Velcro. Wow. Think of, think of all the pee, all the pee splatter that that camera uh, captured. Like, that is so gross. <laughs> like, that is so gross. Ugh. And multiple peas, not one person's pee, everyone's pee. Everybody who went in there, all their pee, all the pee, all the pee. My God, that is so gross. Now, when the camera was discovered on December, uh, December 31st, uh, I guess of 2021, last year, all officers present, uh, present, present, <laughs> it's spelled the same shit. All officers present at the station went to the bathroom to look at the item, detectives reported. It was at this time that John Logan, a 49-year-old 911 operator, announced that he had to use the restroom immediately. Uh, uh, hey, what's going on, guys? Why is everybody in the corner? Oh, no, dude, some asshole left the camera in the urinal. What the fuck? Yeah, that's crazy. Listen, I got to use the bathroom immediately. I'll be right back. <laughs> like, clearly, this is this is John here. My God. All right, so it goes on to say, access to the single occupancy bathroom is restricted to law enforcement personnel. Logan subsequently flushed the toilet and exited the bathroom after spending several minutes inside. At that point, the camera was collected and the officers noticed the SD card uh, was now missing. Oh, so he went inside and grabbed the SD card out of there. Oh man, you're an idiot, dude. You you pull this uh stupid shit in a room full of cops at the fucking precinct? Seriously. Wow. This dude's dumb. All right. Uh <laughs> that's ridiculous. Now, it, it goes on to say here, uh when questioned about the camera, Logan reportedly admitted that he touched and sneezed. What? He touched and sneezed. Uh this is in quotes. Uh, the device, but denied removing the memory card. Oh, wow. Okay. So that says squeezed. That makes more sense. <laughs> I read the word sneeze twice. <laughs> I really, I really thought I saw the word sneeze. My fault. So he touched and squeezed the device, but denied removing the memory card. Asked why he would touch evidence without a gloved hand. Uh, Logan, uh, cop said he replied stupidity. Uh, yeah, you're an idiot. A search last month of Logan's residence turned up a mini camera identical to the one discovered at, in the precinct urinal. Flash drives found in Logan's bedroom contain multiple videos of North Vasalis or Vasalis police officers using the precinct bathroom while in very varying stages of undress with exposed genitals. So, you know, lots of, uh, lots of evidence and video footage of, uh, cop dick. Lots of cop dick running around. It's, they call that kick. I don't know. I tried. So, <laughs> that's what's going on. So, the detectives were able to uh, to make positive identifications of the three victims, each of whom was unaware that they had been secretly recorded. Logan, yesterday, uh, when this was written on uh, February 10th, was charged with evidence tampering and three counts of invasion of privacy. Wow. That's... That's a lot. That's a lot. Why, why, why? <laughs> why? The, uh, Pornhub, now correct me if I'm wrong. Pornhub has so many random videos of people pretending to do things 
in front of a kid. Oh, I didn't know the camera was there. You know, they, you know, there are a lot of piss videos on Pornhub that you can see for free. I've seen them myself. Yeah, I clicked it. They have a lot of categories there. I was curious. I was like, peeing, what the fuck? Oh, that's not sexy. That's gross. That's, and I learned that it's not my thing. I'm not kink shaming. If you enjoy watching pee, uh, getting peed on, some people even enjoy getting shit on. We just, dis- we discussed this in our bizarre sex fetishes episode. I'm not a kink shamer. It is just not my thing. If you pee on me, it had damn well have been an accident. I mean, a seriously uncontrolled accident because you were a grown ass adult and you shouldn't be peeing on me accidentally either. Now I'm going to be mad and I'm throwing my clothes away and you're going to pay for my clothes, the dry cleaning that I'm not going to get. And if you pee on my furniture, actually I've experienced that before. I was in Los Angeles and there was this guy, we'll call him uh, Daniel. That's not his name. We'll call him Daniel. All right. He was like this, uh, this gay Puerto Rican dude who lived in my block. Really cool guy. Really nice. I met him at the El Zarape, uh, Mexican restaurant that I loved so much. Oh, it's right off of Melrose and Hobart. If you're in the Los Angeles area, go to El Zarape, tell them that Amber, Amber Smiles Jones sent you. If they still remember me, they'll say, oh, I remember that black lady. She was really nice. She tipped well. <laughs> but yeah, go get you some molitas. Go get, man, just go get you some food from El Zarape. Anyways, I met this guy, Daniel. And uh, we, we met there. We chilled. He seemed cool. We exchanged numbers. We hung out every now and then. He came to my apartment one day, which was a studio apartment. And every, every piece of furniture I had in that studio was free. I didn't pay for shit. You understand? Because in LA, people just leave shit on the street. And sometimes this should be brand spanking new. They just, oh, uh, there's a rip in it or a tear or, oh, it's the wrong color. Whatever the fuck the reasons are. I scooped that shit. I was also a property manager. So sometimes when my tenants would move out, they would leave shit behind. I would double check, make sure they don't want that stuff. And if it was something that I could use, guess what I did? Boop, right to my apartment. Sure the fuck did. <laughs> Got to it before it hit the street. Yeah. <laughs> oh my, that, that, that would be uh, insider trading in the stock market world, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be. But anyway, this guy, Leo, come. Yeah, well, his name is Leo. I fucked up. <laughs> but you don't know his last name. Anyway, so Leo, Leo slash Daniel. <laughs> wow, truth came out. <laughs> Anyways, Leo slash Daniel, which I think he actually moved to like fucking Virginia or some random place like that. So he's not even in LA anymore. But Leo comes to my house. Okay, we drink. He he has like a little bottle of Hennessy, like a little, little, little eighth, you know what I'm saying, of Hennessy. And uh, he drinks that down, you know, have a good time. Then he says, you got something else to drink here. And I said, well, all I have is this Bacardi 151 because I was making um, a shot that I was lighting on fire for a video that I was making, you know? And he was like, oh, word. I was like, yeah, he takes out the 151, opens it. And it's a small bottle, just like enough that you can fit in the palm of your hand. It wasn't that much. Small bottle, gulps it halfway down like it is a, a glass of of cold sweet tea on a hot day then he is lit as shit falls asleep on my couch and then pees on it peed on it i had to i had to get him out of my house and because i felt uh responsible for him getting fucked up at my house he was so fucked up that he could not find his way home he couldn't he couldn't walk I walked him to his house. Imagine trying to find 
the home of someone who is so drunk because they downed 151 Bacardi, which is a rum. And it is something that is, it's like 135,000 proof. I don't even know. It's, it's a lot. It's a, it's a very high count alcoholic content because bartenders use it. They layer it on the top of a shot that they've made and they use 151 to light the shot on fire. He drank fire. <laughs> what the fuck? So I finally, I found this home. It was hard as shit. I, I actually, I think I did. I have no idea where the fuck I dropped him off, but he said he lived there and I left him there and I went home and I had to like clean the shit out of my couch. I cleaned that couch for three days straight. Three days straight, every day, I would spend like 30, 40 minutes on that bitch just to make sure. (laughs) Oh my God. Because I couldn't afford another couch and nobody had moved out. So, you know, I did what I had to do. But I had turned the the couch cushions over. I sprayed it with Lysol, Febreze. I even bleached that bitch. I didn't give a fuck if there was a bleach stain. I didn't. (laughs) I just wanted the pee gone. So Leo slash Daniel, dude, I think you have a problem and you might need to seek some help on that. Also, uh, don't pee on people's couches, ass. Jesus. Oh, man. If there's anything that you can learn from this podcast episode, it's, you know, maybe don't commit crimes inside of police precincts. I feel like that's a really good lesson to have, right? Professionally silly life rules, people. And I, and I thought about that from the top of my head. There's no script here. This is all unscripted, unedited, just fun. Right, right from my brain, right to my lips directly. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> oh my gosh. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. And I'm so glad that you are here with me and you're enjoying yourselves. Or at least I really really want you to be i hope you're enjoying yourselves and if you are the best way to let me know is sending me a five star and uh, written review on apple podcast or any platform that you are currently listening to that's a great way to let me know that i'm doing a great job and you're supporting what i'm doing which i could use i could use man i know you guys are, are once again used to me posting on friday mornings but you know listen if you've heard my last few episodes a bitch got a job now things have changed (laughs) but I am still working my ass off to make sure that you are getting your content every Friday okay here on the professionally silly podcast okay so uh, definitely make sure that you subscribe to this podcast and uh and to you know whatever uh, platform that you're using so you'll be notified when that new episode is posted check out the podcast twitter and instagram at it's pro silly i-t-s-p-r-o silly and of course, check out the Professionally Silly Pod Group, the Professionally Silly Pod Group on Facebook. Feel free to post stuff. Have a good time. It's our silly little forum. We have a great time. All you got to do is not be a dick, and then you are free to join in. Just don't be a dick, okay? Uh, and those are also the places where I will give you information or updates about the podcast itself. If you want to join in the silly, like I said before, if you want to join in on the silly, all you have to do is send me your stories, your experiences, maybe something embarrassing happened to you in middle school that you just haven't quite lived down, right? Maybe you uh, scored the, the winning uh, field goal and you had a heroic moment. Maybe you have a, a an embarrassing story you want to share or an anonymous confession. I don't know. Send them in at it's professionally silly 
at gmail.com. Everything is spelled correctly. ITS professionally silly at gmail.com. It can be about anything you want. Send it in. Also, guys, don't forget that you can leave me a voice message on the Anchor app. Or you can uh, leave me a voice message on my Google Voice number at 804-664-1828. You can uh, text that number as well, 805-664-1828. And the number is down below in the show notes as well. Yes, this has been fun. (laughs) This has been a lot of fun. Thank you guys once again so much for listening. Uh, Every week, if you're joining me, if you're a loyal listener, I really appreciate you. I'm you're fucking titties and I'm glad that you're here I wish I just I could motorboat your ears I don't know um (laughs) that got weird joke failed Uh, this is why I like to write my scripts that way I know what jokes I'm telling it's great Um, and this is your first time listening hope that you decide to come back and uh, check in on with us every Friday as we get professionally silly once again please support this podcast by leaving reviews on whichever podcast directory that you're using especially Apple Podcasts slash iTunes if you've got that okay share this podcast with a friend and share the silly that's what you do share the silly man I I like to bring smiles to people's faces help me do that help me do that let them know that this podcast is available on many podcast uh, podcast platforms wow say that really fast (laughs) and leaving a five-star and written review on apple Podcasts would really help help me grow it really really would don't forget to check out the uh the show notes for some bonus information my social media stuff my link tree is there along with all the links to my most used social medias and uh, platforms, you know, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube channels, and more. All in one spot. Yes. And don't forget, your girl is on Cameo. You can hit me up there at uh, at Amber Smiles Jones on Cameo. And I put that link in the show notes as well. If you want a personalized video message from yours truly. Maybe I can make your day or someone else's day that you know. Who knows? And for those of you that are interested in writing me or sending me things like that, my P.O. Box is... Amber Smiles Jones, P.O. Box 533, Lovejoy, Georgia 30250. You can send me anything you want and I will open it right here on the air or or maybe I'll post it on my YouTube channel as an unboxing video, which I would, I would love to do. Actually, I think I will do that. That'd be fun. Yeah, send it to me there. Uh, once again, I'm your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones, and thank you so much for listening to the Professionally Silly Station here on Anchor FM, where I take my silliness seriously. Enjoy the silly while you can, and come take it seriously with me every Friday right here on the Professionally Silly Podcast. Until next time, my loves, watch where you step because there's pieces of shit everywhere. You guys remember when I used to end my podcast with that? That I bring it back for this episode. Why not?